welcome to Change Out Loud, the podcast where change management intersects with everyday life. I'm Kara Sundar. And I'm Adnan Ali. Today we are talking about the funny memes that have come out from this quarantine season all around the world. People are working from home. And ironically, it hasn't been what we expected. And some of these memes, they're funny because they're true. And they really focus on something that is real for so many of us. So today we are going to explain some of the memes. For those of you who are on the Change Nerd community, maybe we'll post them and you can see what we're talking about. But otherwise, we'll just describe that for our podcast listeners. And uh, one of the first ones you sent me was, we've got a woman, she is downing a glass of wine, and it says, getting ready for yet another Zoom call that could have been an email. And then the next one is a woman. She's got her sunglasses on. She looks like she might be hungover. Me on a Zoom meeting, that could have been an email. Why is this so funny, Adnan? It's funny because it's so relatable, right? So I think we've all found ourselves in the situation, especially recently, where we just have more conference calls and more meetings just to get you know the day-to-day business done. And it's relatable because I think we're all short on time right now. We're spending time. Ironically. Ironically, right? You think you're at home, you have more time to yourself, but actually it feels like you have less because you're not only at work, you're also, you know, schooling and teaching children mm. and you're your gym instructor. Working out. You're, you're, <laughs> you're your tech support. There's just everything it falls onto you these days. So we all have a shortage of time nowadays. Mm. So when we're in a meeting where there's a perception that that meeting facilitator, the person who scheduled it, really did not take our time into consideration, Mm. I think we just feel it extra hard today. And that's why it's frustrating, but it's also funny when you come across those memes with people downing a glass of wine, like, oh, you know, not another one. And and I think we really need to take a step back on, they're they're onto something here, right? So how Mm. can we make sure that we're not that person that's sending that meeting when it could have been an email. So I I think now is a great time to try out different meeting formats. So, Mm. you know, I think for some organizations, we tend to schedule one hour meetings by default, Mm. or even 30 minute meetings by default. And it's really an opportunity to ask, does it have to be that way? Can it potentially be a 40 minute meeting? Can it be a 15 minute meeting? Why does it have to automatically default to an hour? And, um, and, and then also really ask ourselves a few questions. So is this a new assignment or a task? And if it is, mm-hmm. then I say, let's do the meeting because you may save yourself a lot of time mm-hmm. by doing a meeting if it's something new versus something that's already in progress. Um, so what do you think, Kara? Because I know we talked about this one uh, quite right. a bit. I mean, I think this kind of goes to the art and the science of change management. Mm-hmm where some of our work is super tactical and maybe we can pull together that spreadsheet to show the data that we're trying to show. But a lot of times our work comes out of conversations. And so I think just being really clear on what you want that meeting to be and crisp on who needs to be there uh, really will, will allow those people to feel like that was time well spent and then you can go off and do the rest of your work. So I totally agree. And this is the best practice we frankly need to get better at anyways, no matter where we work. Absolutely. And we need to give everyone an opportunity to say openly, hey, I think that meeting could have been an email. If it could have been. 
because yeah. we always yeah. say, did this format work? Was it conducive to getting to the goals that we wanted to get to at the end of this meeting? And if it could have been done via email, or I know some of us are using persistent chat, chat applications mm. like Microsoft mm -hmm. Teams or Slack, could it have been done through Slack or Teams? Um, let's do that. You know, let's be open right. to trying and experimenting with these new ways of working and be very open to that and also be willing to give the feedback. I think that would be important. Yeah, that's another great takeaway from the agile space, I mm -hmm. think, is that constant revisiting of what's working and what's not. And when the environment is changing, like I said, today is day one of phase one. Florida is beginning to reopen. Um, what that looks like in two weeks versus two months might look totally different. So I love that. Next, we've got Michael from the office. And on the, the left-hand side, it says, me waking up at 11 a.m., no alcohol, starting work. And he says, <laughs> I'm dead inside. And then on the other side, he's in a convertible. He's got his shades on. He's looking cool. Me, six drinks in, ate four meals by 2 p.m., Zoom conference call just started. And underneath it says, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think this says to us? Yeah, well, I saw this one and I sent it to all of my friends because I thought it was really funny. And it was relevant because, you know, what, what Michael's really getting to in, the, in, that, um, in that meme is this idea of motivation, right? We, we all need that extra motivation to show up and be present nowadays, especially nowadays. So how can we do that? And, and in this one, you know, it's alcohol. So his motivation is pouring himself a drink and he's ready to go and, you know, just feeling, you know, feeling fly and just having a good time. But does it have to be that? It doesn't have to be that. And I would recommend it's not that. I would um, recommend yeah. no one drink at work. That's yes, yes, yes. Still have those boundaries. <laughs> um, but maybe the motivation is taking... Um, a 30 minute walk with the dog or mm. spending some time with your children outside of the home in the yard. Um, maybe your motivation is taking 30 minutes for mindfulness. You know, you can do the mindfulness apps nowadays. So whatever your motivation is to really get you set and going for your day, be sure to set the time to do that. I, I think that's so important. And I would say too, it might be something you don't expect. Like if you're someone who used to get up and go to the gym every day and then you start working right away, maybe that looks different when you don't have an office to go to. Maybe you move your workout to another time of day and in the morning you just enjoy a cup of coffee on the back porch. I'll tell you that I ordered some off, uh, art supplies recently for my birthday and it's something I enjoy doing but I never feel like I have the time and it seems kind of pointless so I don't do it but I'll tell you I started just sketching in this book and it really provided something to me that I needed that creative space so I would recommend that people not just look to the wine bottle <laughs> <laughs> to get themselves ready, but, you know, check in with yourself. Take a moment in the mornings and say, what do I need today? Is it to be active or to just take care of myself in a different way? Be willing to learn from yourself as the days go by. Maybe you need a, a dance party in the shower, right? Just dance it out. Some people might need that. <laughs> Whatever it may be. Whatever it, it may be. It. We support it right. as long as it's not drinking at work. <laughs> exactly. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, so the next one, there is a girl, she's coloring, she's got her head in her hands, obviously trying to fight back tears. 
and it says, some days I just want to reply emails with, okay, and this picture. Mm. Uh, this is heartbreaking because we feel it, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, tell us why this feels so real. Uh, it feels real because it is real. Uh, again, mm. I think we're all just, you know, being, we all have to show up differently in different ways mm. all the time now. And, and it can mm. be um, exhausting, I, I think, for, for some of us. And even the strongest, willed, and most resilient, it's, you're going to hit a rough patch. It's going to get difficult. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing here for me is just remembering to be kind to yourself. So. Mm. So remember and kind that. To others. And kind to others. Yeah, absolutely. I had a meeting the other day where someone got short with me and it really threw me for a loop because it wasn't something I was expecting. And I had to step away and kind of deal with my own emotions about it, but then realize this person I'm talking to is going through everything I'm going through. So it's not like I'm the only one who's feeling impatient and short with others. You know, this person obviously was having a bad moment. I touched a nerve and they had something to say about it. And so whereas in the past, I might have dealt with that differently, I chose to just give her some grace. And like I said, step away and deal with my own emotions and not make it into a bigger thing. And that served me really well, because mm -hmm. we're going to need to continue to work together, obviously. But I, I kind of wish that she had access to this meme and could have <laughs> said, you know, this is how I'm feeling. When you talk to me today, would you just be a little more sensitive? So that is something that I think we can do for our coworkers and for ourselves, frankly. Yeah, and being very transparent about that too. So mm -hmm. being in a place where one of the things that I've appreciated is my direct leader, they send out a weekly email just checking in with everyone. Mm -hmm. Hey, how is it going? Are you finding certain things to be difficult? If you are, let me know. Um, I want you to know that I'm here for you, whatever that may be. You know, let me know how I can help. So just being transparent and open with your colleagues, if you have that relationship, or even just setting the stage to where you can begin having that relationship, it's going to be mm -hmm. so important if we are going to get through this together. I love that. All right, the next meme is just words. It says, canceling plans. Any <laughs> other time? Rude, inconsiderate, selfish. Now, thoughtful, self-disciplined just being cautious. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard anyone else say this, but the introverts of this world are not suffering at the moment. You know, we are just loving the canceling of the plans. Um, and so this kind of goes back to the previous conversation we had around, could it have been an email? You know, depending on who is in your team or who you're communicating with, maybe you still need to have the meeting. And to just say, let's just check in with each other. Let's make sure we're okay. And we'll do the work somewhere else. Um, but if it's truly, you know, you've got people that would rather just hunker down and do their work and not have a conversation, give them that freedom. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't force it. Um, yeah. But at the same time, don't let it go to a point where you haven't talked to them in two weeks, right? You, you still right. <laughs> need to have the human interaction, the conversation, that, that team building, relationship building is still going to be important. Uh, maybe it's spaced out a bit more than it has been in the past, but you definitely want to be sure not to let it go out for too long. So there's a, there's a fine line and a balance there. So going right. back to the whole, could it have been an email to your point, even if it could have been an email, if it's been two weeks, you know, bring them up, give them a call, just, just talk to them anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, the next meme is a woman under her desk crying with a bottle of wine. <laughs> and it says, when you get another email from HR about washing your hands, but nothing about being able to work from home. I think a lot of us are going to be feeling this when the doors begin opening again. What does it look like? How much ownership do I have over my work and my physical space that I work in um, versus make sure you stay six feet away from your coworkers? <laughs> yeah. And just what did the, you take from this? Um, the importance of flexibility. So yeah. once we get back to our new normal, which will look different than you know prior to COVID-19, um, we still have to be flexible for everyone because we schools aren't completely open. For many of us, we're entering the summer months and what that means is school is out. So, you know, we, we've effectively had a summer vacation in addition. <laughs> we, we, already have, did that. <laughs> we have additional months on top of that. So um, the it's going to be so important that we still remain flexible. And that means sometimes, you know, you may have to work from home. And as an HR organization or a leader, you want to be mindful to give people the flexibility to show up in the office, but also show up at home and show up elsewhere where they need to be. Right. <laughs> we probably don't need to comment too much on the next one, but um, the dinosaur from toys, you know, he's really happy and he says me in the morning, hoping to be a better parent. And then underneath is Jurassic Park, the T-Rex. And it says one hour later. You know, I think this goes back to the introvert, extrovert, the lines between work and home have blurred, if not disappeared entirely, let's be honest. And it really can bring out some impatience and some frustration. And like I said, for this coworker the other day, it could have been me or she could have snapped at her child. And because I'm in the same boat, I understand. So just recognizing that we're all in different places right now. We all need different kinds of support. Um, but as best you can, keep the T-Rex at bay. Yeah. And, and, you know, we all go into things with a very positive mindset, with the, mm -hmm. with the intent of doing everything that we set out to do a certain way. And I, I think just with life, <laughs> things don't always go as planned. And you may have some of those breaking points every now and then, and that's okay. I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think everyone goes through that. And and to your point, you were you gave them that space, and, and you were very forgiving um, with that interaction. And, and I think that's going to be so important to be kind <laughs> to one another and, and to ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I think mm -hmm. that goes to to ourselves as well. So we all want to be the happy dinosaur from Toy Story, but. <laughs> But we're going to have our T-Rex moments, and that's okay. That's right. <laughs> you know, as long as you go back to Happy Dinosaur. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I also want to, you know, bring into this conversation, um, a lot of companies are starting to cut employees. Mm -hmm. And the change management community, we know we are more susceptible to that than probably a lot of others. Because projects are getting cut. Uh, change management is often one to go first. So uh, if you find yourself in this space, being kind, telling people what you need when you are on those calls. If it's, I need more calls, you know, because I'm feeling lonely, you know, scheduling that time that you need. Um, but also go on the Change Nerd site. They've got a new gigs section where people are posting open positions because, you know, some companies are doubling down on their digital efforts. So that's an opportunity that we can give you here today too. Absolutely. 
Okay, so the next is, did you ever email someone during quarantine if you didn't start it with? Hope you're staying safe and healthy during this time. <laughs> I catch myself because I am wanting to just dive in. Like, here's what I'm writing you about. I don't make it very personal. And I've started to try and put something at the beginning. But I also find I'm a little bit annoyed when people do that to me. <laughs> So Adnan, tell me why. So this is this goes right back to, you know, giving people the space to offer up that they're having a hard time. I, I think that's what mm -hmm. I take away from it. So if you start the email with, hey, hope everything's going well for you in this difficult time. Here's something that I perhaps need your help with. Um, it just allows them to say, actually, I, I'm really struggling at the moment. I'm very busy. I have these other priorities because of COVID-19. And you know, I don't know if I can get to this. It gives them mm. that entryway to have that conversation versus mm -hmm. not having acknowledged anything to begin with. Um, so I that's hope we do I that like forever. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I mean, I think some of us are so bad at saying what we can <laughs> handle and what we can't or where we might need extra time. Uh, this reminds me of a conversation that we had at the end of last season where we spoke to a project manager in India and he talked about how he really sets his own priorities. And I just thought, why is that so revolutionary? <laughs> we should all be doing this all the time. But we don't, you know, we just e treat our email like this ongoing to-do list. So I hope that continues. Right, right. And, that, and one of the best takeaways from that um, that conversation that we had with Sunkar was to set aside a time of day for your emails. So mm. don't just have your emails on and just look at your emails every minute of the day because then right. it's going to distract you from what you need to do. And I think that's especially important right now because we have this mindset of being always on. And if you do yeah. set aside, hey, every five minutes, the start of the hour, I'm going to check my email, but the rest of the hour I have to whatever I'm doing, uh, I think that'll go a long way, especially right now. Yeah. And putting down the phone at the end of the day mm -hmm. because Absolutely. we don't have that natural block between work and home. Okay, I love this next one. It says, one minute it's Monday and the next minute it's Friday. And then you take a shower and get out and it's Sunday again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I had to buy a little pill thing with the days of the week like I had to buy one of those because I just wanted to make sure I was taking my vitamins every day you know and I would totally forget because I had no idea what day of the week it was mm -hmm. so um I feel this one big time why did this resonate with you because I'm living it I mean it is <laughs> so you know, bar the fact that those of us in global organizations that are based in Asia, you know, and our, mm. most of our colleagues are in the U.S. or in Europe, you are living in multiple days a lot of times. So they have mm -hmm. a meeting set aside for Tuesday. Well, for me, it's on my Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That's already difficult enough. You know, then you have this whole situation where home is work, it's gym, it's everything. It, it, it becomes really challenging, especially midweek. And the most disappointing thing is when you think it's Friday, but it's really Thursday. Or you think you've hit Thursday and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I think we've- Or every all, day is Monday. Or every day is Monday. <laughs> we've all gone through this one and that's why it's so funny and so relatable. And it's just so important that, I, I like what you did. So keep track of your days, but also set little, I like to set little weekly milestones. So- Ooh. There's something I like to do, but I don't have the time for typically that it's, you know, when I reach Thursday, I'm going to set aside an hour to do that. 
thing. Oh, that's night. great. So set those little mini milestones along the week that get you closer to the weekend. If that's what you need, it'll help. Mm, I love that. Maybe you schedule a lunch on Tuesdays and a coffee on Thursdays. Absolutely. Just something to look forward to to know what day it is. All right. Next is, are we still categorizing mealtimes moving forward? Like, is lunchtime still lunchtime or is everything just airport <laughs> rolls now? <laughs> this kind of goes back to our what day it is, what mm-hmm. time is it? So especially here in Florida, it is staying bright for so long. So my kids go to bed. The sun is still up. I mean, we could be outside until 10 p.m., I feel like. So I love it. I love the sunshine, but it is hard to know what time it is. So I'll tell you what we did. I have a second grader at home with us. Uh, My little ones go to their grandparents during the day, but we have a schedule with her. At this time, you can do whatever you want, but at this time, we're doing math homework. And that this time we're playing outside. And I'll tell you, it was for her, but it's really helped us to kind of be in that rhythm. We get up every day and at eight o'clock, we go for a walk as a family. Oh, that's good. Sometimes it is painful. I am telling you. Sometimes no one wants to go, including me. But just having that daily rhythm, uh, no matter how fast you walk or how long we're gone, uh, it really does help. So that's been something really positive for me. And I think you know, actually being employed during this time has helped too, because I know like my Asia partners, I'm going to have some evening calls and it's Mm -hmm. going to happen at this time or with my, you know, my European calls, they might happen at a different time. So that's been, been helpful for me. Yeah. Got to have some structure in your day, whatever that may be and how it may look for you have some structure. So I know for me, one of the things I like to do is set aside 3 PM for coffee. You know, Ooh, I used to do that anyway. That too. I've always yeah. did that. Even when I'm at home, I still set aside that time. Even if I had a few coffees already at three o'clock, I have another <laughs> just to have some routine in there. And then I, I think the other thing is just remembering to eat because I think when you're at home, mm. you can just sit away, be on your computer, yes. and then you just lose track of time. That's happened yeah. to me quite a bit in the beginning, but now I remind myself. I set a reminder, you know, eat at this time. Do not forget. Mm. Okay. So you just got to do that. Yeah. And your energy level Mm -hmm. is going to suffer so much if you don't. So, I mean, sometimes I'll be honest, I've got like bag of crackers coming out at 10 and some, you know, an apple an hour later. And I find I never really ate lunch, Mm. (laughs) but the days when I stop and I go and I maybe sit on my back porch and eat a real lunch, I get gets me through the rest of the day and makes me feel like I got a little break too. Yeah. All right. Just one more. We have a kind of before and after look. So expectations working from home, cute outfit. So I'm productive, getting ahead of my work, catching up on a book I bought three years ago, organized apartment and a cleaned out closet and chill time with my dog. Wow. When they said everything's shutting down, did you think, wow, I'm going to get so much done. I'm going to paint everyone oh, yeah. in my house. I bought this big kettlebell so I could do <laughs> the home workouts. And I think I only used it once. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And you had been so faithful too. You were doing like a home gym every day at six o'clock. How's that going? We haven't worked out in six weeks. So, <laughs> you know, the first two weeks we were really good about it we set aside the time 
And then eventually that just lost wind. And, and we rolled with it, really. That's what it was. We acknowledged that it's not ideal for both of us to be working out in the small space, to carve out the time for the gym. We had opposing schedules. We're like, you know what? For six weeks, we'll just, we're not going to get the workout done. That's fine. The gyms will eventually open up and we'll have to really be committed and, and hit the ground running when that happens. So we, we're being kind to ourselves. <laughs> Good. Again, the word kindness coming yeah. up. Because the work from home reality, as we've all learned, haven't washed my hair in four days, pajamas 24-7, <laughs> catching up on every single TV show. I had a project manager, manager the other day say, I think I'm at the end of Netflix. I think yeah, I've seen I finished everything. Netflix, now what? <laughs> <laughs> now what do I do? I'm placing a third seamless order by 11 a.m. I don't actually know what seamless It's is. like Uber Eats, so it's oh. a food delivery service. There you go. Here in town where I live, we have a restaurant that is serving margaritas by the pitcher oh. and they'll deliver them to your house. Oh, that's so tempting. That's is dangerous. Yeah. And my dog constantly bothering me. Um, I think everyone I work with has met my children at this <laughs> point. Uh, the boundaries, I don't even have a door in my office. So it's, you know, open door policy, open door good? policy. I'm living it. Uh, but you know what? I, I had someone ask me the other day about being a working mom. And I know this doesn't apply to all our listeners, but for me, I said, you know, I think that this season has really opened what I think has always been there for me, which is like, it's not an either or I don't feel like I'm choosing one or over the other. It's, it's all part of who I am. And my worlds are colliding a little bit, but to me, that tension isn't there about am I a, am I a mom or am I an employee mm -hmm. because I'm also a daughter and a friend and a wife and a lot of other things too. So I kind of love that this season has opened up the expectation that we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be kind to others. We need to recognize that people do bring their whole selves to work, which we have been saying since season one. And so when we go back to normal, quote unquote, let's make sure that we keep what has been good about this season. So I would really challenge our listeners to think about that. What are three to five things that have been really positive out of this experience? What have you learned about yourself or your workplace or your family? And post it. Let us hear what, what you've been going through and what you've learned. Join us on the Change Nerd community and let's continue the discussion. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, everyone.